You're listening to the world famous Chick Whisperer podcast. And now, here's your host, Scott McKay. All right, gentlemen, this is episode number 70 of the World Famous Chick Whisperer podcast. As always, I've got another big show for you today. I got to tell you, I got to admit to you up front, I'm rather excited about this particular show, not only because I've got another woman to talk to on this show, which is relatively rare around here, but she's not really known for being a dating expert or a sexpert or the usual kind of guest we have around here. She is a professional poker player. And her name is Anna Kate. Anna, welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. <laughs> well, you sound so happy and upbeat. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice morning today. It's not as cold as it usually is in New York. So I'm very happy the weather is finally looking up and it's about to be spring. So it's just a good day. <laughs> very good. Very good. I have to tell you, when I first found out about you and who you are, and of course, you're associated with Anastasia Date, so you're telling guys a lot about online dating and everything these days. I loved how you were relating your poker experience to helping guys get better with women. Because obviously you're very pro guy. Uh, you're the kind of gal who wants guys to do better with women. You're all about guys being more attractive and, and this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. But this whole idea of you relating poker playing to dating is absolutely fascinating. What we're going to talk about on this particular show is going to be of immense interest to most guys out there. We're going to talk about strip poker. We're going to talk about how to get a strip poker game going and what to do once you've got that strip poker game going. And uh, hopefully we can talk about some other related topics along with that. So uh, Anna, you ready to go? Ready to rock? I'm ready to go. <laughs> and I'm going to go ahead and start just by dropping the question that jumped off the page at me when your publicist sent me a bunch of questions to potentially ask you. Mm -hmm. And that's this. It's how do you read a woman's poker face? Mm -hmm. And the reason why I want to ask you that question is because I know guys struggle so mightily with not knowing where they stand with women. They'll see a woman standing on a train platform and they want to talk to her, but she's got this stone face. Mm -hmm. I even called them poker faces in a couple yep. of my programs. Mm -hmm. They don't show any indication they even want to be approached, whether they're going to be friendly, whether they're going to chew your head off. No guy knows what's going to happen were he to grab his balls and go talk to this woman. Mm -hmm. So guys just don't. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes guys get women on an actual first date and she's again giving them no indications whatsoever that she even wants to be there. He doesn't know whether the date's going well. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know whether she wants a second date, whether it's time to kiss her or not. He's just kind of going through the motions and it looks like she's just sort of there. I have to ask you, 
What's up with those women and how do you read what's going on? Give me everything you got. Well, there are definitely some telling signs of a woman being interested in a guy. The few that I I think that are widespread, eye contact is super, super important. If a girl is taking the time to look at you, she wants you to look back. She's hoping you engage her in some way. There are a lot of other subtle nuances that I pick up at the poker table and that can carry over into the real life. So for example, uh, when someone is a little nervous and excited, there are hard races and I look at their neck pulses. So I see their jugular, you know, just going up and down like crazy. I know they're nervous. I know they're excited. There's something going on in this hand. I got to pay attention. Same thing when it carries over into the real life. If you're looking at a woman and you see her heart kind of racing, her chest is kind of heaving up and down and, you know, she's getting fidgety. She's excited. But usually those are good signs. Um, when a girl is a stoic poker face and you're across from her at, you know, on a date, really good tip would be to start generally engaging her in some kind of question that you think she's interested in. Um, it's easier said than done, but there's obviously, you know, if a girl has her hands crossed and she's looking away, she's looking at her phone or she's not making eye contact, she's probably not interested. What you need to do is try to find a way to gauge her back into the conversation. So that's very interesting. One of the things you just said there, Anna, that I find fascinating is watching a woman's jugular vein mm-hmm. and watching to see if she takes a deep breath. Yes. Some guys would think of that as her maybe sighing and going, oh God, really? You got to be kidding me. A lot of times guys are sort of fearing the worst whenever they're looking at a woman thinking, should I talk to her or not? Or they're on a date and they see a sign, they automatically go, oh gosh, that's a bad sign. Give us some more signs that a woman would be approachable, that things are actually going well, that we may immediately observe as potentially good or bad. Help us settle that a little bit. I love to uh, make eye contact. And so that's that's really, really important. But also, you know, body language. You're an expert in dating and you know when someone faces you and has their body towards you facing your direction and squaring off with your shoulders, you know that that person is interested. Again, those subtle cues are is she looking at me? If she is, then think of a clever way to approach her. When you engage in a conversation with her, does she actually look like she's genuinely interested in what you have to say? Um, That is a really telling sign. It's very small and minor detail, but if a girl tilts her head, does she move her eyebrows around? Is she wondering what's up with you? Who are you? If you see those little cues in her face and movement in her eyebrows and movement in her lips, sometimes a girl might not even notice she licks her lips when she's interested. Is she biting her lip? She's interested. The next step would be to ask her genuine questions about herself. Something small that you want to know about her. And again, that can kind of open up a ton of questions that can lead you guys to have a genuine conversation. But again, you know, being interested in her and having her know that. But those little cues are very telling. If a girl does not make eye contact, if a girl has her body facing away from you, if a girl's playing with a phone all the time and looking up at you and saying, uh-huh, 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 and like looking back on her phone, she's not interested. Right. And try a little bit more. If not, then the girl's not interested. Guys are scared of women. Mm-hmm. A lot of times women are perpetuating that emotion by not looking approachable or not giving guys anything to go on. You know, one of the things that I think a lot of women have been taught, Anna, is that they shouldn't throw themselves at a guy and that they should be really reserved and ladylike on a first date. And I think a lot of women really let the pendulum just swing completely to the other side where they go, all right, well, look, I'm not going to give this man any indication that I'm interested. I don't want to come off as forward. I don't want to come off as needy. How does a guy navigate a date with that woman and kind of let her know, you know, I would like to know whether you're at least interested I'll, or not. I'll that tell you a good way. If, if a girl is keeping to herself and trying to 
you know, maybe not kiss on the first date and be very, you know, classy. Um, a really, really good way, and it's really simple, is her smiling. If she's smiling genuinely. And there and there are a few ways you can tell if a girl or a guy is genuinely smiling. You know, when you have like that little fake smile, your forehead right on top of your eyebrows, is it crinkling together? If it's crinkling together, that girl is having a genuine smile. Also, the eyes, on the tips of the eyes, not the inside of your eyes, the outside of your eyes, when you're genuinely smiling, they also crinkle up. So it's a really good way to tell if a girl is engaged and interested in the conversation, interested in you, if she's smiling, you know, so sometimes girls get nervous, they don't know what to say, you know, just as a guy sometimes would be nervous, right? And guys, you know, are a little more nervous probably than a girl because girls are a little more confident. The guy really has to win the girl over. But really a good way to tell is a girl smiling again and making eye contact and, and her body language towards you. There's so much in body language that you can get from a girl or get from a guy and, you know, on and off the table. I like what you said about smiling because the whole idea of smiling with your eyes mm-hmm. being the genuine smile as opposed to that fake smile, like when you're passing yeah. someone you barely know in the hallway at college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not real. That's not genuine. Not, that's exactly. that's patronizing. Absolutely. That's just going with the flow. Whereas when someone is smiling with her eyes at mm-hmm. you, you can see that joy. Yeah. I call that the glow. When women the just glow. glow at you, that's when you're yeah, in. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have secrets to winning at strip poker. I bet you every guy's got to want to know those. Let's hear it. Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, here, so I have a funny story where I did play uh, strip poker with uh, my ex-boyfriend. And uh, I'm very, very competitive. So obviously, I win, especially in poker, being the professional of the two. But I I got a little unlucky. And I ended up losing. Um, But actually, in the long run, I kind of ended up winning. But for guys, if you make a girl, I don't know. He just, he got me a little flabbergasted while I was playing. It was kind of hard to focus. Um, have some drinks. I mean, it's a really good way to get a girl to loosen up and feel comfortable. <laughs> Let's just spit it out. Let's throw it on the table. Okay. <laughs> Women kind of really want to lose, don't they? They're looking for an excuse right. to get so naked. Here's the thing. So here, it, what's funny enough is that I'm so competitive. I want to win. I want to win. But he was so like laid back, having a drink and having a sip. And it just made me feel, I mean, we just started dating at the time. So that's, again, why we kind of play. Wait a minute. I thought this was your ex-boyfriend. Well, this was, he, I did this with my ex-boyfriend, but it was in the beginning kind of stages where we were just dating. and. Oh, he wasn't your ex yet. He wasn't my ex yet. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So, okay. Right. So I should have clarified that. But the way that I felt comfortable was when you know he had a drink, he kind of sat back, he kind of had his shirt open a little bit. And he was just like, whatever. If I lose, I lose. If I win, I win. But so I'm trying hard to win. Good for him, by the way. What was that? Good for him, by yes, the way. Yes, it worked. That was the attractive way to do it. Yes, very comfortable with himself and very, you know, nonchalant if I win, you know, whatever. But I mean, that made me feel really comfortable. And even though I was competitive, I want to win, I win, I win, I was kind of taken back by that. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it's okay if I lose because, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it was going to lead to anyway. And it just made me feel more comfortable. Again, drinks is a really good way to do it. Um, but I, uh, you know, Luckily enough for him, I was interested and I, that's why I played strip poker in the first place. Listen, a girl won't want to play strip poker with you if she's not interested. I mean, come on, you know, you know, what's coming. She's not going to play strip poker if she doesn't want to take her clothes off. So the fact that I agreed, he knew I was interested and it was a fun way to do it. And, uh, I uh, lost, but I, you know, I won. (laughs) Well, there you go. I mean, you mentioned so many good things there. It was very, very telling. First of all, guys, if you're in a game of strip poker with a woman or with women, the women want to show off. They're there to get naked. Yeah. And they're going to feign, oh my gosh, I'm oh my so God. embarrassed. I don't want to get naked. I don't know why I'm here. 
you know, you're going to get all of that because that's the social cover up. Right. Women who have it and they know it, they want to flaunt it. And this is their big chance to do it almost accidentally. Oops, I lost. My gosh, I've been guilted into this. And I now I got to take my shirt off. And you as a guy, this is your biggest opportunity in the world to show some restraint. Don't be a chihuahua. Don't be hungry like you've never been fed. Don't like sit up and perk up and make your eyes as big as saucers as soon as a girl takes her bra off. You just do what Anna's boyfriend was doing. Lay the, I'm picturing Matthew McConaughey just laying there with his shirt open going, uh-huh, yeah, she's like, yeah, and listen, and another good tip, if you ask her and she agrees, she's interested and she obviously wants to get naked. If a girl is losing, you know, obviously you're happy about it. The thing is the clothes are going to come off anyway. A really good, cute way and sexy way of getting a girl even more interested is if let's say she lost a hand, like, you know, because what happens is you have all these chips, you're kind of playing a tournament. So at the end of the tournament, who, you know, who loses all the chips is the one who like takes an article of clothing off or however you want to make that game. But the point is a really good way to throw her off and get her even more interested and kind of even more horny in a way is let's say she loses a pot and she kind of got unlucky and you can maybe say, oh, do you, you know, you want to play that over or, you know, you can take some chips back. I'll give you some more. It's fine. And so the point of that is, is I was like, wait a sec, doesn't he want me to get naked? Doesn't he want me to lose? Isn't that weird? This guy doesn't want me to get naked in front of him. I don't understand. He's trying to give me more chips. Does he not want to sleep with me or whatever? So it's just... It's ways of saying, you know, it's okay, you know, like in very nonchalantly, even though she might not get it, she might not understand what you're trying to say is I'll get it anyway. So it's no problem if it's now or later, you know, it's sexy, it's confidence. It's like, it's like, okay, well, I can give you some extra chips back. It's fine. I kind of maybe play too fast. Maybe you don't understand and you went all in and like, for example, if she goes all in and, and you can give her a chance like, oh, babe, well, I kind of have the best hand. Do you want to do that again? Or do you want to take your chips back or something cute? It's just a cute way for girl to be like, fuck, I want to take my clothes off in front of him. What's going on? You know, make her want it, you know, or sometimes like lose on purpose too. You know what I mean? If you have nice arms and nice shoulders and you want to show it off then freaking lose the first hand so you can show her that, you know, and it's just cute that way. And also kind of, you know, joke around. It's just a soft count. It's this count. And just like you said, you don't want a girl to think that you want to see her naked right away. Even if she's sexy or, or, you know, you really want to just hold back a little bit and then have her keep some articles of clothes on. Just, you know, let, let her win a hand or two. Even if she knows she's supposed to lose, let her kind of take some chips back. Something again to make her think, oh my God, maybe, damn, I have to work for this. Like I, I have to really work for this because this guy is okay with not taking all my clothes off right away. Oh my God, hold on. There's something with me, you know? So I have to try to get him interested in me, even though it might be the other way around or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Right on. Okay, cool. So basically what you got going on here is the ultimate breathtakingly objective version of the push pull game. That is so deliciously sweet for creating sexual anticipation. Yes, exactly. You said something about guys being just laid back and realize the clothes are coming off anyway. Yes. Man, we live in an age where guys are just, salivating over Victoria's Secret catalogs and this, that, and the other. Then they finally get a real woman in front of them. And she's got this nice lingerie on. And they tear through it like a Rottweiler would tear through a T-bone. Yeah. And they just want to hit it. And It's not attractive. The more she's anticipated, the more of the clothes you take off, and if she's sitting there with the clothes on or, or whatever it is or vice versa... It's building anticipation. That's the good thing about, you know, the sexy thing about strip poker. I mean, I honestly only played it once. And obviously I knew what was going to happen. And I was very interested in the guy. And I wouldn't have played if I wasn't. But if you do have a girl with situation, she agreed with it. It's going to come off. So take your time. I know you want to sleep. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. And you know what? Let her squirm a little bit. Let her squirm and then break her poker face when you'll beat her anyway. You know, so... 
<laughs> girls, again, expect a guy to uh, try to win, 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 get her clothes off. It's not sexy. You know, honestly. <laughs> it's a big competition. The guy's still trying to win. Yeah. yeah. Let her, uh, not in terms of let her win, but let her have some chips back if need be, you know, kind of really slow it down to make her think, holy moly, you know, he's not trying to jump into my pants. He, you know, he's, he's trying to be a sweetheart and be a gentleman at the same time as trying to take my clothes off. Well, you know what? I'm going to try to take my clothes off even faster now because I like this guy. So it's just a fun little way to um, to kind of make your first time or whatever it is, you know, second, third time, sexy and interesting. And you want to change it up a little bit. And it's just a fun way to do it. Okay. Well, how about strip poker with multiple people? Uh-huh. How about several girls, several guys, we're all going to play strip poker together. Uh-huh. How do you arrange that little game of strip <laughs> poker? How do you make that sound like a good idea? And how do you find out which women are going to be interested? And I think guys probably really want to know, how do I get to play strip poker just me and three or four other women? You know what? Let me tell you, some guys might think that girls are not interested in doing that. But let me tell you, there are a lot of females out there ready to play a sexy little game with their date. And if you're on a double date, you might think that they're uncomfortable, but you can throw it out there. But again, if you if it's like the first date or second date, you don't want to do that because that is very telling of what you want and expect. If it's a comfortable thing where you're with your good guy friend or, or let's say the girl brought an extra date or whatever it may be, you could throw it out like, oh, you guys want to play a fun game? We don't have to, you know, you can clarify it as we don't have to do anything, you know. We're all together. Just make it feel comfortable. Like it's your fun. You don't have to take a bra if you don't want to. But let me tell you, at the end of the day, if you have some drinks in front of you and bras come off, you know, they'll come off. So what you do is you ask the girls, do you guys want to do it? It'll be for fun. You don't have to go crazy. Like it's for fun. Do you guys like poker? I will teach you how to play or whatever. Just make them feel comfortable. And once they agree to it, things will happen if you have a little bit of alcohol around, you know, and you're having fun. And again, just to be classy with it. And girls, trust me, girls enjoy those kind of fun little sexy games. You go out to a really good dinner, you have a really good, you know, or you go see a really good movie and you come, you know, you guys are all together. You're like, what, what do we do? Well, everything's closed. Well, you guys want to play a little game of strip poker? I mean, we don't have to go crazy. You can keep your underwear and stuff on, but just for fun, you guys want to do that? Most of the time, I'm telling you, they'll say yes most of the time, you know? What I like about what you just answered is you brought up several good points that I really want to hammer home for these guys. Cool. Yep. First of all, you have fun-loving, easygoing women. Yes. Okay. That's the first thing I would look for. Are they real straight-laced or are they kind of looking like they're being socially reserved because society tells them they must? Right. Okay. Not necessarily bad women or slutty or anything like that, but what I happen to know about women is women are looking for excuses for accidental horniness. Absolutely. Like something they can blame on the guy, something that they didn't mean to do or have never done before, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that just sort of happened. So I'm going to offer a couple tips here, and this is actually the voice of experience. Okay. Okay. First of all, you find women who are good to go in terms of being fun-loving and and not exactly so straight-laced. They have a little bit of a wild streak. Mm Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's helpful if you know them socially already and they know that you actually like them, that you care about them other than just wanting to get them naked and treat them like a piece of meat. So in other words, there's a little social trust there. I don't think that's necessary, but I think it helps. The third part is look for women who you know under there want to show that stuff off. Mm -hmm. They're the women you've seen on the beach wearing the hot bikini and kind of, you know, arching their back before they lay down on the on the uh, towel. They're women who really want to show off what they got because they're proud of it. They're women who are comfortable with their bodies. Right. Now, here's the killer. Here's the crusher. Okay. 
It's not strip poker at the beginning. It's just poker. Hey, let's play some cards. Yes, good tip. Sit down at the table. I'll open up a bottle of white Zen for the ladies. We'll just, you know, relax, kick back. And we'll play some poker. We'll play some, you know, five card stud or Texas Hold'em. Then you let the drinks flow a little bit. Right when you've had a couple of drinks, right when everybody's having fun, you're all friends, you drop a bomb as a little wisecrack. You say, hey, you know what? What we should do instead is play strip poker, enough of these chips, and laugh. And just watch the women's eyes light up or watch one of them go, yes, you know what? We should, and I'm going to beat your ass at it. Mm-hmm. And then it's on. But I think the big mistake would be to go, hey, let's play strip poker at the beginning instead of just getting into the card game, getting comfortable with it, and then progressing that card game to strip poker. I think that's the killer. For sure. That's the killer app. Um, definitely, it's good to just start and say, let's just play a game of poker. If you are on like a double date, triple date, and you have you know a bunch of people, what you can do is you can say, do you guys want to play some poker? If you girls have never played before, we can team up. And you can do like little teams of a couple against couple against couple. The girls are going to want to do it because we got to play as a team together. It's a good way for you guys to bond. It's cute and fun. And, you know, girl might not necessarily know what she's doing anyway. So she's going to need your help. So it's a cute way to kind of get the game going, having like, you know, you and your partner there. And if you get comfortable with each other. And then again, with enough drinks, you're like, oh, do you guys want to like spice up a little bit? We don't have to go crazy, but. You guys want to like just do broad underwear? Like, is that okay? They're like, yeah, sure. And then you never know if you guys are having a great time and the conversation is good while you're playing poker and you guys are joking around and the girls are comfortable and the guys are comfortable. Bras come off, you know, possibly, possibly not, you know, whatever it is, but the girls have fun with their bras on and they might play again another time. You know, you never know. So it kind of opens them up a little bit. I'm not going to say all the time bras come up, but listen, it's fun regardless. So again, you can do little teams, if anything. I just thought about it. It's just, it's actually a really cute idea. It kind of puts you together you know, work together and you get to see, do you guys work well together? Is she listening to me? What's her quirks? What are mine? And you can kind of feed it off each other and figure out where you guys stand in just the middle of a little poker game, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can do this in any social gathering, especially where women outnumber guys, or maybe you're just there with three girls and you're wondering what to do. Let's play poker. Then you ease into it. I mean, that would be a bonanza for most guys that they don't even think would be possible. Mm -hmm. One thing that you mentioned there that's I'm going to offer a caveat on is being a little bit apologetic about it, saying, oh, you know, we don't have to go crazy. We can keep our bra and underwear on. I would say don't do that unless you feel the need to bring it up. If someone's getting real uneasy, then you offer that level of support. But if everybody's just good to go, then, you know, why throw that caveat? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. One other thing Mm -hmm. that I just thought of, and this is getting really good. I'm really enjoying this. Oh, me too. (laughs) I'm thinking something I've never thought about before. I'm like, ah, cool. That's great. That's actually a really cute way to do it. Go ahead. (laughs) Everything we're talking about here also applies to skinny dipping, if you want to make that happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right? For sure. Yeah. It's the same thing. Let's say there's a swimming pool. Hey, we should all go swimming. Then you get the drinks flowing. Hey, you know what? Who needs bathing suits? (laughs) And then some guy who's particularly proud of himself probably drops his shorts first. The next thing you know, it all happens. I got to tell you something. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know whether this is going to piss off everybody listening or what. I arranged exactly what I talked about when I was about 13 years old with every person in the neighborhood. I got every 12, 13-year-old girl within two blocks of our house naked at one of our neighbor's swimming pool one time, simply by doing what I just said. We were in seventh grade. We sat next to each other in school all day long. We didn't know anything about sex. We didn't know anything about any of this stuff. And it just was a suggestion. 
I ripped my shorts off and all of a sudden girls start, one girl looked around, took her bathing suit off. Another one did. And next thing you know, much to mom and dad's horror, I'm sure. They weren't even there. Who knows where the parents were? Where were the parents when this was happening? I was thinking, he's but, slick, man. He is some sweet. We got a slick little boy here. <laughs> I mean, looking back on it, right. I don't think anybody credited me with it. It just sort of ended up happening because I created that situation. I don't even think I necessarily needed it to happen. For sure. Mm-hmm. But it just was like, hey, you know what? We should all just take our clothes off and skinny dip. Anybody ever done that? No, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Yeah. And the next thing you know, we're looking at all our little 12-year-old girls in our neighborhood buck naked. And they're laughing and thinking, this is great. Yeah. I mean, if 12-year-olds can make this happen, then 25, 35-year-olds have to make this happen. Yeah, you definitely created the situation where they might not have a minute to think about the repercussions of what they're doing. They're just so engaged and watching you having so much fun. They're intrigued and they kind of want to join your world and have fun. And that's a really good way to do it for sure is when you just start it yourself and be comfortable with it and just go for it. Because if they join, they join. If they don't, then you look, you know, cool and you're having fun. And and if no one does it, then whatever. Then you're the one who's a little more outspoken, a little more, you know, it's going to be intriguing just to some people are more, you know, depends how you do it again. But definitely creating the situation is key. And once you step out of your own comfort zone, a girl will be more inclined to step out of her comfort zone. Yes. Leadership. Yes. And a girl wants, even though she doesn't say it, a girl, even a dominant girl like myself, I consider myself pretty dominant, pretty much like a personality. I still mm-hmm. want my man to be the one to start something or, you know, yep. kind of open up the door of whatever we're doing. And as soon as he does it, it's sexy to me and I'm intrigued and I'll get into it if I'm interested or not. You know, if I'm not, if I'm interested, I won't do it. Right. But again, I kind of want my man to kind of take over. So if you have a guy who might not be as confident or might not be as a, uh, as outgoing as, you know, most guys are, or some guys are, I wouldn't say most, but you know how some guys are very, very confident in themselves and very, you know, outgoing. If you out of nowhere show a level of comfortability and excitement and you don't give a shit in the world about some things and you just jump to the pool skin dipping, I mean, hopefully not on the first date or second date, but you know, when you're kind of comfortable with a girl and, and she'll be like, oh, this guy's open. I thought he was so reserved, you know, but not to say everyone should go out there and go skinny dipping in front of a girl, but well, they should. again, Absolutely. you should. Okay. I would disagree. I you think disagree? we should all go okay, skinny well, It depends, I think, on the girl. It depends on the read that you have with her. But <laughs> I think course. for the most part, like I said, if you show that you're comfortable going out of your comfort zone, it's going to be very sexy to a girl. Again, it doesn't have to be just skinny dipping. It could be you know, something else. I'm trying to think of something. Absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah. But before we move on too hastily from skinny dipping, I want to go back and acknowledge something. You are talking like a woman in textbook style. And I want guys to know this because our audience is all guys. Okay. And most of these guys are guys who are looking for wonderful adventures with great women. So what I want to go ahead and underscore here is that you're not just talking about a woman in the way of, yes, I may be a dominant alpha type A kind of woman, which I know you are, you know, very strong personality, but I still want a man to lead. Aha. Well, we've talked about this before. It's great that you're adding credibility to that thought, which we harp on all the time. I love it. I love the fact that you don't know we talk about that around here and you still brought it up. But there's a golden nugget of wisdom there. And I don't want it to go flowing under the bridge without having been acknowledged. And that's this. You were talking about playing cards, strip poker, going swimming, skinny dipping, and you didn't talk about sex. You talked about sensuality is what you were implying. What you were implying was the fun of the horniness, the fun of the tension being built sexually. 
And one of the things that you sort of just threw away there, and I don't blame you for this. After all, you're a woman. You're well-versed in this stuff. It's we guys who are clueless about it. So I find it rather endearing. You sort of made it a throwaway. But guys, look at this. Just relax and don't have what I'm going to call sex expectations. Don't even care whether this leads to the round peg in the round hole. Women aren't. They're just thinking, God, this is really fun and hot and horny. If you start complicating things like with STDs and potential pregnancy, and I don't have any condoms and this, that, and the other up front, you're just going to scare women away. And please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Women love sex. They love doing the wild thing. And we can figure out all the STD talks, taking measures not to have pregnancy and stuff when the time comes around. But for now, just enjoy that little journey of, hey, you know what? Right now we're just playing cards. Next thing you know, we're talking about strip poker, which is sort of horny. Next thing you know, we're playing strip poker and people are starting to win and lose and the clothes are starting to come off. And you can see these women kind of itching to show off a little bit. Then someone, you know, spanks somebody on the ass and they wiggle their ass a little bit more and things just get really more imaginative from there. You've got to let each little step occur and unfold as if it's going to unfold. And there are several ways it could unfold. You've got to really, again, enjoy that journey because that's how women want it to unfold. And it's like, if you allow that to unfold the way the women want to, and again, you're leading in a way that's in women's best interest, Right. you're going to be amazed and shocked at what women want to do once they know you're cool with it. And by cool, not only do I mean you're okay with it, but that you know what to do with it. You know what you're doing. You're not like really incredibly excited and can't contain yourself. You're acting with maturity. You're acting like a man. Because just like you said, Anna, it's going to happen. Something's going to go down here. Women aren't going to go skinny dipping. Women aren't going to take their clothes off playing strip poker unless they wanted to. There's not going to be any coercion here. Mm -hmm. So you might as well just relax and enjoy every lasting, horny, delicious moment of it. Exactly. And you had a really good point about sex expectations. Yeah. Women are very intuitive. And if you have a thought, I mean, it's kind of hard to hide in a way because, you know, guys want sex all the time. And listen, women want sex all the time, too. You know, absolutely. But um, my point is when your sex expectation is written all over your face and you seem kind of look pushy, even though you might not want to just women sense that women know that. And that's not even though they want to have sex, if you seem a little desperate and you really want it, it's, you know, it's on the forefront of your mind, they will sense it. So Exactly. A really good point was what you said is come in there with no expectations. And when you have no expectations of having sex, you know, just kind of tell yourself, okay, I'm not gonna have sex with her today. I'm just gonna try to get really comfortable with her or whatever it is. A girl is going to sense that you're comfortable and you don't want to push her and it's going very mm-hmm. natural. She's gonna wonder when are we gonna have sex? You know, does he not want to have sex with me? Am I not attractive? <laughs> exactly. You know, all these yeah. thoughts are gonna go through her mind and she- it puts you back in her league. Exactly. And she will be the one curious. She'll be the one anticipating. She will be the one who's going to try to push for it. Oh, well, do you want to maybe go home after dinner? You know, so when you go and try to have a good time with her and then another really worked for me and I, and I've dated a lot of guys who were in business and they were really smart with how they got girls. I mean, 
once they had him on a day, they're like, okay, well, uh, it was fun, but they didn't have the pushy kind of thing. They they were very kind of laid back and okay, well, well, I'll see you again next time or whatever it is. Anyway, they never really pushed towards sex. I never had like sex expectations on their mind visible to me. And it made me curious. It made me want it even more. They were a little more like, okay, well, babe, I'll see you later. Or they'll send me a text of like seven o'clock. Don't make any plans. I'll be outside. And then take me out for a wonderful, wonderful time. And then be like, okay, babe, I'm going to drop you off at home. I work in the morning. I'll see you later. Da, 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 da. And a girl, like, I had such a good time. He didn't want to have sex with me. He just dropped me off at home. He generally likes me, generally wants to be with me. Because girls, at the end of the day, are, are scared and nervous to go out with a guy have sex with him and then have him never call you back again. You know, girls want- Yeah, because he didn't care about her best interest. He didn't want to get to know her as a human being. He just treated her like a piece of meat. Right. One of the things that I always say, and I'll say it to you also because you've never heard me say this before, the other guys have, is guys who are trying to get laid are usually the least laid guys I know. Mm -hmm. It's like you're trying too hard. It's like women who are trying to marry a millionaire are the least likely ones to marry a millionaire. Mm -hmm. It goes both ways. Exactly. One of the things I want to go ahead and bring up is we've talked about skinny dipping. We've talked about, obviously, strip poker, spin the bottle games, truth or dare games. They can all go the same way. You can be as creative as you want to be and fit the format to the social surroundings or the group of women you're with, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Right. Yeah, I think so. This has been a wonderful conversation. Yes. I'm so glad we had it. And what I want you guys to do is I want you to go visit the site that Anna is representing here, which is AnastasiaDate.com. It's a worldwide dating site. So if you want to meet women from other countries, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. It's a plethora of European women from all over the world. It's the uh, largest international dating website with over 4 million subscribers. It's uh, there's a lot of American men on there. And it's just a great place to meet some European women that you might not generally meet in your local bar or girls you never probably meet ever. Another good dating website where you can uh, get to know someone genuinely and, again, not rush to have sex with them, get to know them, right. find your interests, exactly. and slowly form a relationship that, again, you would not necessarily ever have had the chance to meet. There's a lot of very smart, very um, genuinely European girls who do want to date outside of the guys that they have in their area. So, One of the things that we didn't talk about is that even though you sound like American, yes. you're actually That's from sure. Russia. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yes. a guy would want to come up to you and go, we понимаем Japanese. Wow. <gasps> I didn't know you. Okay. Right? Yes, I understand Russian. I speak Russian. <laughs> a little Isvanitsha goes a long way. Isvanitsha. Oh. We понимаем Japanese, which is, don't you speak English? Yes. And then there's also Would you like to go have a drink? Yes. Right. Or okay. You're beautiful. It's a cute way uh, to open up a conversation with a Russian girl. But um, I did want to say that there are a lot of uh, European girls like myself. I'm Russian. I'm on the site. You know, I put myself out there. You know, I'm single. Um, and there are a lot of Russian girls, European girls in America who are here, who are on the site, who particularly want to find American guys because Russian guys are a little more submissive. And you, know, you want to meet someone kind of outside of my own culture. I've dated enough Russian men to know that I'm not interested in Russian men. Um, but and the same thing with a lot of the girls. There are a lot of girls here in America who are looking for a nice American guy. So if you are you know, bored or looking for someone, you want to start a communication with someone, it's, it's a really good site to do it. NSH Date is, is awesome. And you can find me on there. So why don't you send me a message? Because I'm looking. <laughs> you would make the most amazing espionage spy. Ah, I know. You would never know I'm Russian, right? I grew up here. I came when I was four years old. My <laughs> here, so, you know, I, I'm very much American. Yeah. Well, Yago Fyodorovsky. 
Dasvidaniya. Dasvidaniya. Russian is the most fascinating language to me. It just is such an incredible language. I mean, the fact that like the word for scrambled eggs is eggs scrambled, things like that about Russian are just amazing things to me. The whole idea that your surname changes whether you're male or female, like the skis become skayas and, yes. you know, ovs become oh, ovas. Yes. Yeah. It's fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. Thank you. Now you have a personal website, I'm sure. Yeah. You can just type in Anna Kate on um, AnastasiaDate.com and you'll find me. Guys, I want to make it even easier on you. Go to www.thechickwhisperer.com front slash Anna, A-N-N-A, and uh, learn more about Anna, see what she looks like, and see what she's all about, and maybe get some poker tips from her also. If you guys have a question about poker or girl tips or whatever it is, just shoot me an email, you know, shoot me a message on that, and uh, I'll try to get to it, and hopefully, I'm sure I will, so, you know. Yeah, you're a personable sort. Yeah. Good deal. I love giving guys tips. I mean, there's so many guys out there who just are sometimes intimidated, a lot of the times intimidated by a girl's poker face. But let me tell you, those girls deep down inside are looking for a good guy. They're weaving out guys who are maybe desperate or guys who are just want to have sex or guys who just want to have a quick thing. Girls are looking for lasting relationships. Some girls, some girls maybe are different, obviously, but girls are out there and they're looking for cues too. Even though they have a stoic face on and a poker face, these girls... There are a lot of girls out there trying to find a guy who is genuinely interested in her, not just her body, not just her face, but girls are out there always looking. We're always, always looking. So even if she has a poker face, just try to make a laugh, try to make a giggle. And if she keeps that face and she's probably not interested and if she smiles and giggles and makes some eye contact, then you can go from there. I mean, it's that simple with girls. Her name is Anna Kate, and you can find her at either AnastasiaDate.com or www.thechickwhisperer.com front slash Anna. Thank you for being here today. It's been a great conversation. Yeah, this is fun. Bye, guys. Yeah. (laughs) And guys, if you're not on my newsletter yet, you need to. I give you a lot of great information that's actionable that you can use today to get better with women. Whether you're in a relationship or not, inside the bedroom or out, you're going to get everything you need simply by signing up for my daily newsletter. It's absolutely free at www.thechickwhisperer.com. Until I talk to you on episode number 71 of The Big Show, this is Scott McKay talking at you from San Antonio, Texas. Be good out there. The Chick Whisperer Podcast is copyright 2009 by X and Y Communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Be sure to sign up for the X and Y Communications newsletter at www.thechickwhisperer.com. This is Ed Roy Oden speaking for The Chick Whisperer Podcast.